welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope all is well. Today, I'm super excited about this episode. We're going to be talking about how you can create Uh, not just systems in your business, but an amazing customer experience and how I go about doing it when when we are planning and and reshaping and and redoing things inside our business and how we think about it so we can create the best customer experience possible. I think this will be very valuable for you. Uh, There will be some stuff in here that you may have never thought about and that is the whole point. Um, Before we dive in, if you are a new listener What's up, man? Welcome. Uh, This is a podcast for home service business owners. uh, And our whole goal here at the Service Industry Podcast is to help you grow a more systemized business, to help you scale so you can make more money and have more freedom of your time. So if that's you and you landed here, welcome. We're uh, super happy to have you. And if you're a return guest, welcome back. Happy to have you back. And I am glad that you guys are enjoying the show. Um, real quick, you guys know we do this podcast for free. And so if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, if you get value out of this podcast, please leave us a review. We're trying to get to 100 iTunes reviews, uh, by May 1st. Yep. And we're behind. So we need your help. We need your love there. So if you could do us a huge favor, um, and do that, that would mean the world. And we do this podcast just out of, uh, you know, providing value to you guys and because we enjoy it, right? Like we like helping and we all know, um, you know, good things happen when you help people. So we are just stoked to have you all here today. So uh, customer experience, if you guys listen to the show at all, if you watch my YouTube videos, you know how obsessed I am with what we call the customer experience. And for some of you guys that are new or maybe don't know what I'm talking about, a customer experience is very simple. It's simply how somebody feels when they go through the entire transaction with your company. So from the first time they call your phone, right, to when you go give them a quote, to when you service the home, to when you check them out, to whatever system you have in place after checkout. That is the entire customer experience. And in my companies, okay, my home service company and my marketing business, we do our best to make the customer experience as good as possible. Now, don't get overwhelmed when you have somebody mad you can't make happy. You can't make everybody happy. But what I'm talking about here is to overall create a customer experience that makes your company feel different than everybody else, okay? And so here's the thing I always tell people. If you can create a great customer experience, people will always be willing to pay more for your service, one, okay? Uh, And two, they will never go anywhere else. And here's the thing that gets tricky. Uh, It is very easy to create an awesome customer experience when you're small, when it's maybe just an owner operator or maybe you got one truck with a helper. Um, Very, very easy. What is hard is when you begin to scale. You got two, three, four, five, 10 trucks running out on the road. And Mrs. Jones last year had service tech Bobby servicing his home. But this year she has service tech Jared servicing her home. And you know, we need to make sure that customer experience is the same regardless of who is servicing the house because Mrs. Jones is expecting the same experience as what she had last year. 
And if she does not get it, then she will be massively disappointed and there's a good chance she may not use you. She'll be let down. And so our whole goal is to create an amazing customer experience inside your home, uh, home service business, but to also make sure that you can replicate that model. So regardless of whoever is servicing that customer, the experience feels the same. Now, people are people. Everybody has different personalities. You can't necessarily fix that, but it is important that you have a step-by-step -step process of what your people are out doing. And so you say, well, Matt, how do I even create that process? Where do I even start? Well, very, very simple. And this will work basically in all aspects of your business, okay? But here's what we do when we are revamping our customer experience. I say, okay, it's very easy from a business owner's eyes to say, this is what we want to do. This is what we think is best. But what if you were to take a step back and say, hey, I'm gonna take off the business glasses and I'm gonna put on the customer glasses. What does that mean? I'm gonna look at my business through the customer's eyes from the very first thought to the very end. So what is that customer doing, right? Well, let's just say for my home service company, they need pressure washing, they need to get their house washed. You know, they walk outside, they've been looking at their siding, it doesn't happen overnight, they've been telling themselves for at least probably a couple months they need to get the house washed, right? So what is the first thing they're going to do if they didn't get one of our postcards or they don't know of a house washing company? Good chance they're gonna go Google it. They go Google it, we're on, we're on Google all over with AdWords, we pop up, they call us, okay? What does that look like? What is that customer expecting? Well, first off, we want to make sure, A, the phone is actually getting answered. I know this sounds silly, but if you guys even knew how many companies out there don't answer their phone, you already have like a 90% chance of winning just by answering the phone. So not only are we answering the phone, hopefully on the first or second ring, but how are we answering the phone? What does that customer want to hear on the other line? You have to decide that for yourself, right? For us, it's a very cheery, scripted uh, script that we say the same thing every single time. So regardless of Mrs. Jones calls us today and then two weeks from now, she's getting the same phone answered the same exact way, right? And so that's step one. So Mrs. Jones is thrilled because she's already <clears throat> called two other uh, house washing companies. They didn't answer, but we answered and we were cheery. What's the next step? What does Miss Jones want? Well, she probably wants a price, right? She's not going to schedule a service without knowing how much it costs. So what is the most convenient way for Mrs. Jones to get a price? Here's where a lot of you guys are going wrong. Um, there's a company out there called Responsibid. Responsibid is an amazing product. Uh, Essentially, you can people can go to your website, get all the pricing on there themselves, schedule it, and put a deposit down and lock them in while you're sleeping, they like to say. <clears throat> it's an amazing thing. Um, here's the problem. Too many of us are trying to force all of our customers to do things like that. And what we're not realizing is, although that's a great tool for a specific person, that is not a good tool for everybody. Why? Because not everybody wants to go in there and answer a million questions to get a price spit out to them. Most people want you to either come do a walk around or give them a price over the phone without them having to do the work. Too many of you guys are out there making your customers work too hard to buy from you. I'm gonna say that again. Too many of you are out there making your customers work too hard to buy from you all because you want to incorporate new technology or new systems in your business, but you're not looking at it from the customer's eyes, okay? 
I want you guys to begin to think, how can I make it as easy as possible on my customer? And guess what? Response bid can be that for certain people who are looking for your service at one o'clock in the morning. They can get exactly what they want right there, right? And that's great. But what about little Miss Jones who calls you at 10 a.m. and maybe she's not that great on a computer or maybe she doesn't want to go on a computer, right? So Mrs. Jones calls us, she wants a price. In our company, we give quotes within 24 hours. A lot of times we give them same day. And so we do this, why? Well, because people like things now, they don't want to wait, right? And I know that the faster we can get out there and quote the job and follow up on the quote, the better chance we have of closing it because I know my competition isn't getting out there till two or three days later, okay? So she calls, we get our price same day within 24 hours, okay? Now what? Well, Mrs. Jones wants a schedule. Perfect. What does your scheduling system look like? How can you make it as simple as possible for her, right? For us, we have certain cities that we service on certain days. We do this so we can keep our routing really tight. So Mrs. Jones lives in Brighton. We service Brighton on Mondays and Thursdays, and we're able to schedule her at a time that she wants, right? Perfect. So now what? Now it's time to go service Mrs. Jones, okay? So, so far, we answered the phone. We gave her a quote immediately, right? We got her on the schedule on the day and time she wants, okay? Now we have to go and actually do the work. So texts are out there. They do our three touch, which is very simple. <clears throat> First touch is going, introducing ourselves, making sure that we have all the services they want uh, on, our, on our spec sheet. That way we do all the services that are needing to be done. Um, walk them through the process, tell them exactly how it's gonna go, roughly how long it should take. Step two, touching base halfway through the service, letting them know, hey, we're about halfway done. We'll be done in about 45 minutes. By the way, when we were up on the ladder, we saw your gutters were full. This is an upsell time, right? Hey, while we're here, we can do it for 99 bucks. Normally it would be 150 if we had to come out for just that service. Did you want us to do it while we're here so your gutters can flow properly? You don't have to worry about anything overflowing or going water going in your basement. Yes, no, doesn't matter. Step three, checking them out, asking for reviews, right? <clears throat> so that is our, uh, our kind of scripted, service uh, time for when the techs are out of the house. They all do that for every single job, okay? Now what happens at the end? Checks them out, we leave. The very next day, that customer gets an automated email that says, hey, thank you so much. It feels real. It feels like I sent it myself and tells them how much we appreciate their business, right? And then after that, we send them a thank you card. And that is our cycle. That is our customer experience, now, some of you guys are like, holy crap, that's a lot. Or some of you guys are like, well, that's not very much, Matt. Mine's a lot more detailed. Awesome. This is what works for us. And this is what we have found our customers like. You need to do the same thing. So I want you guys to reverse engineer what you're thinking. Instead of saying, man, this is what I think is best for the customer. I want you to go, man, what does the customer want? How can I make it as easy as possible for them to buy from me? Because I'll tell you what, especially going forward with technology and how everything is, everyone wants everything right now, the companies that can make it as easy as possible for clients and customers to buy from them will win. If you overcomplicate everything, if you're overcomplicating your pricing structure, some of you guys we do postcards for and the specials you want to run are hilarious. I'm like, do you actually think people are going to know what you're talking about? 
And then I have to educate people, which is fine, right? Because some people just don't know. But we have to educate people on, hey, that's way too complicated. That is not going to convert. People are not going to know what the heck you're talking about, right? And so make it as simple as possible. And I guarantee that if you do that, a few things are going to happen. One, your customer retention rate is going to go through the roof. Two, you're going to be able to charge more. You're going to have a lot more repeat, right? Um, and three, you're going to get a ton of referrals because people are going to love you, especially when they, they get service the second, third, fourth time and the experience is dead on. I'm telling you guys, it's everything. Nobody understands it. Everybody thinks, oh, if I'm the best at my service, I'll win. Wrong. Wrong. Do you know how many guys are out there that are way better at window cleaning and pressure washing than me, but my business is 10 times as big as theirs? Okay. That's not me saying suck at your job. That's me telling you that your service is literally one of the least important parts of your company. So if you guys do not have what I call a customer experience in place, and by the way, everybody has a customer experience, but if you don't have a strategized customer experience in place, you're going to lose. You're never going to be able to scale. Your customers are going to have an inconsistent experience and nobody wants that. How many times have you went to a restaurant and it was freaking killer, right? You had a steak or, or whatever it was. And you're like, dude, this place is so freaking good. And then you take your wife or your friend. You're like, dude, we got to go here. This place is amazing. You go back and it wasn't that good. You're like, dang, man, this was a lot better than last time. And maybe you never go back, right? Because it's a little expensive, but it was worth it the first time because it was amazing. But the second time wasn't so good. Their customer experience cycle isn't locked in. Something's wrong. Something's missing. It's no different than with your business, right? It can be little things. It can be that you took your shoes off at the front door and your technician didn't, right? The second time you went out. It can be little tiny things that the customer notices and says, oh, it just felt better the first time, right? You want people to feel good when they buy from you. And they don't even know why. They just like you. They like the company. You do good work. You're honest. You fix things. It was so easy to buy from them. They came out. Listen, as home service providers, when I started my home service company, this is what I said. I said, having a home service company come out to your house is a pain in the neck and everybody dreads it. I want to have the company that nobody dreads coming to their house because it's such an easy and joyful process. It's got to be you guys. If you can master that, you win. So right now, start to think, man, what do my customers want? What does it look like when they buy from me? What is step one till the very last step? How can we do this? And so we can create the best customer experience ever. If you guys focus on that and you do it consistently, you will win. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.